This podcast has been authorised by the Australian Tax Office Canberra. of the Tax Deductible Gamer. I am the titular Tax Deductible Gamer, Dan Dennis, and I'm coming to you live with a very special lockdown episode. Um, this week, I am joined by none other than the lovely Sarah Cook. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Hello. It's me. Yeah, it's Sarah. It's so good to have you, Sarah, here on uh, I'm recording live from my bed uh, to get the real John Lennon-Yoko Ono feel going, and um, also because that's all my mental health allows for these days. Uh, and how are Beautiful. you going? Yeah, how are you Beautiful. going with this lockdown? Look, uh, look, I'm. Uh, is it bad to say that I enjoy it? No, is that bad? No, I no. just there's something about not having to leave the house and the removal of social pressure that I'm like, I could live like this forever. Yes, I'm like, I don't have to feel bad about not seeing people because I'm yeah. doing my job and I'm a good person. I, I 100% agree with that. That's where I was uh in the first the first really cool lockdown when it was a nice little niche thing. Uh but yep. now I but now I have reasons to leave my house. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, oh yes. god damn it. I want to get out. Yeah. And see the world. But no, it's going yeah. okay. See, I'm just a I'm just a lonely person, so Oh, okay, cool. I can just stay at home and just yeah. That's where play I was. video games. Yeah, that's the dream. That's the dream come true. That's what I did last year. I played video games. I watched movies. I exercised, and I can, and I changed my diet. Um, but no, no. This time, I just want to get out. Uh, you can't get me in here, as you can tell by the manic energy. Um, video games—they've been happening. So you're you're a bit of. We've chatted. We've chatted gaming. You're a bit of a gamer. You also have a PlayStation. Uh, what, any 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 geeks and gamers in? Any, this recording, there are two. There's it's two. It's you and me. We've got two. Um, I do have a PlayStation. I do. Um, I have a Nintendo Switch as well. Okay. Um, and I play, I, I have to admit, I have a Mac. I don't have a PC. So Ooh. I don't do any PC gaming. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really do any PC gaming. A lot of my PC gaming is whatever my Microsoft Surface uh, Pro 4 can handle. Uh, not a sponsorship, but if they're listening, I'd love a new one. Um, well, um, I also have the Xbox, though. You're accepting gifts, is what I yeah. hear. And if you would yeah. like a new Surface, yeah, it's up to people if they want to send them. New Surface, Xbox Series X. Um, which apparently I'd love a PS5, personally. but oh, It's the best. It's so wouldn't good. Wouldn't we all? <laughs> I've got one. It's great. I talk about it every week. It's so one of the finest things it's the now the biggest issue i have with the ps5 is that um there's games that i want to go back and finish on my xbox one but every time i go back and play the xbox one i'm reminded just how much slower it is i'm like oh do i pick up these old games on sale on playstation 5 so i can play it on that sweet sweet ssd um and if i do it's tax deductible which is a real dream it is the dream yeah you know thanks to this podcast we can just 
We keep know, our receipts. Get one over on the ATO. I say yeah. we, just you, not no, me. No, everyone can do it. Oh, everyone okay. can do it. Yes. Everyone's a tax deductible gamer if they wish. Um, yes. That's, uh, you know, Che Guevara. He, he led the rebellion in, in his country. This is how I'm reading, leading mine. Um, but no, so have, have you always gamed? Was that like something since your childhood? Yeah, so I I have two older brothers, and cool. so um, I so there are like a couple of games that I remember like playing heaps as a kid, um, and so like we got a PS One, yeah, um, and that was like the first ever console we had, and we were, we had like played um, play, uh, computer games before that. Um, we had like Star Wars Dark Forces, Ooh. which was like a Doom like um oh, fuck. Okay. star wars game yeah, yeah that my yeah it was first person shooting um star wars game that my mum lost um inverted commas lost um she actually just sold it because she was sick of us playing it so much um yeah, yeah ps1 was that a point in time where kids should have spent more time outside it was the beginning of the screen time it was 96 yeah so so kind of not really yeah, that was like that was uh that was peak that was peak children. Like how dark do you want to go? It was in it was in the US. I was living in the US and it was the year that oh, Columbine happened. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. sort of, but just yeah. on the cusp. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, as long as you were That's interacting not making with the edit. <laughs> no, I can. Um yeah, as long as you were interacting with other children, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah after Columbine, kid parents were just more worried when their kids didn't have any friends. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. So you played Dark Forces, uh Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. I'm Crash assuming. Bandicoot. Yeah. yeah. Um what else? We got really into um did you ever play Lego Island? It's no. like one of the old Lego games. It's not no. it's not related to any other property. It's just Lego. Fucking scared me as a child. Um it was like weirdly terrifying. Um and a lot of like weird goosebumps fmv games was it like like when, just like, the most bizarre like yeah like click and point, point and click adventure yeah, games point and click. yeah but there was an fmv one which i was just like oh i wonder what i wonder what it's like you know i'm an adult now and i'm not terrified of 90s video games um yeah. and jeff goldblum's in it and he plays dracula <laughs> and it's just like i just played this as a kid and it's like the wildest game ever but yes so like a lot of sort of weird amazing pc games um and then yeah we got a ps1 and then we started playing like um final fantasy so seven eight like from seven on basically um was like a real that's probably the most defining that and pokemon kind of the most defining two things of for me at least what i'm surprised about in hearing this is that it sounds like there wasn't a lot of multiplayer games and i would assume family of three you probably would have played more multiplayer because i remember a lot of the games that mum and dad would get for us when we were kids had to at least be two-player so uh or there had to be a couple of two-player games to make sure everyone could play at the same time so one person wouldn't hog it yeah that's a really good point um (laughs) No, I think we just. Is it I a think Hunger I, Games I, situation? Like whoever think, woke well, up first. Like, kind of, but also being the youngest, I just um, 
I just watched video oh, okay. games a lot. Like no, no. I would just watch my brothers play it, which is like a Early Twitch. A fo- analog, yeah, analog, yeah, yeah. Uh, we were the first Twitch, Twitch streamers. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, honestly, and it, even even to the point now that I, you know, my brother when he was still living at home, he was trying to get the platinum trophy in Dark Souls. Yeah. And for I swear, maybe a week he got up nine to five, just played Dark Souls. Oh no, sorry, not Dark Souls, Demon Souls. Nine to five was just like grinding it out. That's and nuts. How old was I he? I would just he would have been what, like 17 at the time, maybe. Okay, no, that's um, cool. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. He so we was like, picturing an adult. Yeah, I mean he he bought Dark Souls on PS5 and got the platinum trophy. So like yeah. he still did it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, but you know, he he I would just I just remember just sitting on the couch like watching him play Dark Souls and to the point that I Pavlovian conditioned myself to fall asleep to the to this one boss because I would oh always like get really tired and fall asleep. And so whenever he was fighting this like massive fire dragon, I'd just like start falling asleep. <laughs> that sounds sick. Now, uh, we all older brothers. Uh my my brother was like this with a big uh stop watching you stop watching me you're making me lose um gamers or no okay i think there's two very distinct types there's ones who are okay with people watching them play and others who get stressed out during a boss fight and start blaming the viewers on it Um, yeah definitely they're like which i'd love to see in contemporary twitch streaming Oh, so with hundreds like, everyone, of thousands of you turn off the video now it. you're making me lose stop watching me <laughs> just like turns off game video and just yeah. big picture of their face yeah just is this what you guys this is what, want you're why i'm losing in Fortnite. yeah mom just the sweat the sweat dripping down the face no we were so into getting people to watch i think because for us it was like we didn't uh, we couldn't watch tv during the week like we had a really strict household. So yeah. like we didn't watch TV during the week. Um, and so like playing the PlayStation when we got to was like an was like massive for us. So yeah. I think it was just such a spectacle that I think we even God, this is so classic 90 kids, you 90s kids, you'll remember when we finished the final boss of Final Fantasy VIII, we recorded it on VHS so that we could play it back (laughs) which is like the original youtube um and i think we still i think i could probably still have that just kicking around at home just like the final boss of final fantasy 8 which makes no sense that would be the weirdest game are you able to get that and somehow convert that to mp4 absolutely please we need this the world needs this um no that that's i mean that sounds pretty that that history of video games sounds pretty similar to most people um mm. with siblings as well just like yeah we mm. had consoles um and we played but yeah the no co-op games very strange mm. i guess the 64 the playstation one didn't have that many co-op games it really didn't and it was and like i th- i think as well like there were only two as far as i can remember there were only two controller slots maybe. yeah or maybe i'm thinking memory card slots oh. Um, no, there was two because even the PS2 only had two unless you bought a multi-tap. Yeah. So I think for us, we just kind of got around it. We've never really been a big co-op family. Like yeah, I think we're just around. a very competitive family so that if we play multiplayer games, we hate each other. Yeah, and that's if we good. don't, 
we get along because we're like, congratulations, you beat that boss. Uh-huh. Hey, great so stuff. Although fostering positivity now, in the family. Exactly. Now that I think about it, though, I do play a lot of co-op now, like online co-op with my yeah. brothers. So nice. I'll play Monster Hunter and um, Bloodborne and Dark Souls with them. Is Bloodborne co-op? Yeah. So you can summon people into your world and have them beat big bosses for you. This is the first I've ever heard of this. Wait, so you can both take on the boss at the same time? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's like this sounds like such a better way for me to play Bloodborne. Oh my gosh, have you not played? Oh, no, I can I've help never, you. I've never played any of the Souls games. I, I um, I've finished three and Bloodborne. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know where my copy of three is, but I currently have a character in Bloodborne that is. I do need to get back into it, so I'd be happy to help you yeah. out. Let's do it. Make Let's figure that out. That's because I need to give it a go. I need to give one of these games a go before Elden Ring comes out next year. Because you best believe uh, everyone has to do an episode on that. Otherwise, the AGO oh, goes, this gonna... is not tax deductible. Well, you know, we got to, someone's always going to talk about Dark Souls. Yeah, everyone. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a funny video. Uh, so, <laughs> listeners, you won't know this because uh, how would you? But before the episode, Sarah sent me a YouTube clip that said, um, we should never talk about Dark Souls ever again, except for this one last time or something like that. Yeah. And it was- Stop. <laughs> one, wait, wait, wasn't it like, let's talk about Dark Souls one more time. Wait, sorry, where are you going? Yeah. And yeah. it was a very informative. I, I didn't realize because uh, let's just say I was playing games for babies uh, <laughs> for a very long time. Uh, so I didn't realize that the shoulder button mapping came from the Souls games. Hmm. Yeah. Which is now just a state, but I always assumed it came from either like Elder Scrolls, because I remember in Skyrim and I remember in The yeah. Witcher. So that was my understanding where it came from. And like, but also because I was used to playing shooters. So shooters mm. were always R1, R2, L1, L2 on the PlayStation. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so I didn't yeah. realize that was a feature for them. Um, and also breaking controllers. I didn't realize that was something that the Souls games introduced to the community, just getting so angry and frustrated that you throw a controller at a wall or a TV. Well, wasn't the Wii the first console that really did that? But that wasn't out of frustration. Yeah, true. And also they told you to put it under the straps. Out of of pure idiocy. Yeah, they're like, strap up. Wii Golf's going to get freaking crazy in here and we're not going to make any changes. Wii Bowling is going to destroy your TV. My, it's... I had a top game of Wii Bowling where it was very close um, and it came down to I needed a turkey strike on my final set to win, which is three strikes in a row. And it is a phrase I'd never heard of before. Um, And we assumed, we didn't even know we needed a turkey strike. So we was like, okay, well, I'd have to get a strike because it's my last set. I don't then get a second opportunity and I have to get a strike on that. And that still wasn't enough. And then it came up again that I had the opportunity to bowl again because I got two strikes. I got Turkey's strike mm. and I won the game. And that's one of the worst stories I've ever told. Um, <laughs> but it was just an insane hey. moment. Just getting three strikes in a row in a quick yeah. game of Wii Bowling. Well, look. So Future it's Olympic, Olympic sport? Season. Maybe. It's Olympic season. And so we've covered bowling and golf. And yeah. that's sport covered now. Yeah, that's sport. That's, that's the Olympics. Sport. That's it. That's the Olympics. That's SEO the Olympics. covered. Yeah, no one's playing. We've got that. the Olympics. 
someone can just talk about um fucking five nights at freddy's yeah done done apparently um, that's really good for seo is it yeah wish i'd known that before i started a podcast about gaming <laughs> um then i might play actually i think i can play them i think they're all on game pass at the moment nice Ugh. i have i don't understand microsoft game pass i'm a never had an xbox at all and you don't have a gaming pc um it, it is nope. it's just netflix just netflix for gaming okay and it's sure. so affordable mm. and what makes it even better is that all microsoft owned properties go to game pass day one the only nice. downside to that is that you originally they weren't doing any dlcs but the new sea of thieves dlc came to game pass nice. um so i think that's starting to change so that actually kind of leads us into the next thing because we've got news. I don't think I can, I'm very sorry, guys, but due to Zoom and me not Googling, um, I don't know if I can put my little news track in here. So let's give it a crack. Uh, acapella style. The news. Um, it's news. It's news time. Um, so the story I was going to talk about is there's been some early reviews for Back for Blood which is very exciting. Uh, have you seen anything about Back for Blood? Literally not at all. It's the new game. From no Le- idea what it is. New game from Left 4 Dead developers. Ooh. And it's just a new Left 4 Dead multiplayer oh, cool. Xbox. Uh, just running through it's arcade just the two, zombies. It's, it's, it's the circle of Venn diagram of yeah. things I don't do. Multiplayer oh, yeah. and Microsoft. Soft, yeah. It's also on PlayStation. It's coming to PlayStation. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, because of whoever's developing, it's coming game one to Xbox Game Pass, which I'm excited for. Uh, so yeah, I was watching an IGN review or reading an IGN review. They were loving it. They're like, yeah, this is pretty much what everyone wants wanted from a new Life of Dead game 10 years ago from Capcom. Um, and now we're finally getting it and we're very excited. So I think that's coming out in October. That's looking good. Uh, keep it on Xbox. Halo the new Halo uh, multiplayer beta occurred. And I'm assuming you've never played a Halo game. I've never played a Halo game. Although Halo was meant to be um, initially released on uh, Apple computers. Yes, I did know that. So Steve Jobs. And then Steve Jobs did a die. Um, And then (laughs) we're here now. I I get to, I get to. Was he part of the company then? I don't know. Yeah. I meant to know because I used to work for them, but I also don't care. At, at corporate or the just the store? Just the store, but you still need to care, apparently. You still need to, oh, really? Oh, it's one of those workplaces. We're yeah. a family and you're all geniuses. Woo. Yeah. You know, just a good way to rem, uh, reminisce on your high school days. Uh, everyone calling you a genius when <laughs> you're just a little bit gifted in this. Um, yeah. And you, yeah. yeah, and you use a computer sometimes. Yes. High school. Uh, yeah, I, I'm now realizing what a bad week it is to discuss this story because you don't have an Xbox or PC and you didn't play multiplayer. Did well, you go I around to bring my own you... stories? Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I've got two more stories, but you may also have some news for the week, and then we can get into playing. But like, did you never do like um, land party sleepovers? Was that a thing for you? Well, yeah, but like you didn't grease your hands up on a couple of slices of pizza and no, I didn't, and... I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go play CS:GO. Um, yeah. 
No. Um, like if I did, honestly, we were just playing the Sims because like girls aren't gonna, I don't know, apparently yeah. girls aren't going to play Counter-Strike. Yeah. Um, and now we can, thankfully, to and now we uh, can. fourth wave feminism. Anyone Thanks. can play a shooter. Thanks to trans activists, we can yeah. all play Thank- shooters. Thanks to Hillary Clinton, um, <laughs> everyone everyone can play shooters now. Everyone's legally meant to play a shooter. Yeah, everyone's meant to go to their friend's place for their birthday when they're young and stay up all night playing a multiplayer shooter, which features Drinking only male... Mountain Dew co- Code Red. Uh, it features only male characters because only men can kill. Um, and you can uh, stay up and say naughty words and you can kill your friends. Beautiful. Yeah, this 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 is we've had such different experiences growing up gaming because I feel like that was a staple. That is still to this day. Uh, I reckon once a year or once every two years, all of my friends and I will gather at someone's place, bring a TVs and bring consoles and do a LAN party. I mean, it sounds really fun. Like from it's what sick. I can, from like from the experiences I've had playing, um, like online co-op with Monster Hunter. And yeah. I guess it's different as well because, like, Bloodborne, Dark Souls, a lot of the online games I play are co-op, not, like, you don't verse anyone. Yeah. Um, so you just have these really positive, transient experiences with people. Yeah. Comparatively, like, a LAN party is, like, killing your friends online. But, um, Yeah, think, kind of. I don't really know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sometimes. But, you know, it's just, like, fun. You just hang out and you, um... It's how men bond, you know? They yeah, say yeah, women, just women shoot your feelings. Women talk face to face, men talk shoulder to shoulder, side by side, <laughs> you know? It's But yeah. Um so that was the other big Halo one. Uh but Switch, we got Switch news. Uh the new Pokemon MOBA. The new Pokemon U- MOBA yes. came out Pokemon Unite. Uh I am yet to play it by the sounds of it. It is a good game that just needs a bunch of updates to become a great yeah. game. Apparently, um, Gengar is really broken. So if you want to play it, get on now and get a Gengar. Play as Gengar. Oh, isn't Gengar's too strong? Like, yeah, massively overpowered. That was one of my favorite things. Um, did you ever play ARMS? The Nintendo no, Switch I've, Boxer. I've really wanted to play it for a I really was, long time because it looks I got amazing. A, I got it day one. I loved it. I think it's great. I played it for a bit. And then the online. But the character I played had a very broken ability which just made it impossible to get hit which is really good because they had a dash ability and the players wouldn't know which way you're going to dash when you dashed you would disappear for like two seconds and then you'd reappear somewhere and then it was very easy to just dash and then do a grapple and just throw them into the ground and beat them up and keep on doing that yeah and i hadn't played it for a bit went back in and realized that they took out that ability and i haven't played it since purely out of spite you're just just a one-man boycott yeah i was like yeah which is strange because everyone else was boycotting it just because of how broken that character was <laughs> but uh no that is good to know that gengar is the way to go mm. i will have to for the grab moment it for the moment Idea. yeah because it seems strange it's like i assumed it was like f- taking the channels claiming the guards or the points similar to like Dota or LOL mm. Mm. and destroying the other enemy's base. But it's like a 10 minute game 
where you beat up the other wild Pokemon, which gives you energy, and then you slam dunk it into a portal that you own. So I think claiming portals doesn't give you any points. Was what I was uh, my understanding of it. Weird. Yeah, and I feel like that's they bizarre. should just. I feel like they should just go for straight Dota lol rules. Well, I've always wanted to see just a just a trading card game, just like Gwyn but Pokemon, because that's. You know what? Yeah, Gwyn, that is Gwyn, Gwent. Gwent. Yeah, you no, Gwyn. 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 The final boss of Dark Souls One. Yeah. Full circle. I I reckon they're not too far away from that. Because yeah. that's just a license to print money. If Magic Magic the Gathering's just done it, and if MTG's yeah. doing it, Hearthstone, who amongst us? Who amongst us? Whomst will who? Yeah. Whomst would not? Whomst? Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, Fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! Loved it. I still have a Yu-Gi-Oh deck. Who? Oh, really? Yeah, with that's like crazy. some um knockoff cards that are just really overpowered that i'm yeah, not allowed to use what... oh i wonder why that is i wonder why you're not allowed to use the knockoff cards in official tournaments <laughs> did you so you're living in the states mm. uh how long were you living there for only a year so it was for when my dad was doing um like finishing up his residency at a hospital. And so oh, cool. it was just that one year. And then we went back, back to, to Australia. Did you ever do, uh, do you remember a little franchise called Mr. Toy's Toy World? Yes, I do. Did you ever go to their like Pokemon card game things on Saturday mornings? No. It was I think sick. It was... So imagine, you know, like a Magic the Gathering thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was just that, but for under tents. And it's exclusively Pokemon cards. And depending how far you got, depended on how many badges you get. I love and that so much. It was so awesome. Uh, I think between us, my brother and I only got four or five badges. Did um, you actually get like physical? Yeah, you got a physical badge. <gasps> I wish That's I still so had cool. them. So cool. I wish I still had them because now, you know, uh, who would have thought that 20 years later, well, more than 20 years later, I'd be a denim jacket guy. And those badges, they would have been sick. Yeah, they would have been awesome. Great fashionable addition. But um, yeah. No, yeah, it does make... It, it seems strange with all the announcements that Pokemon's making. <laughs> they haven't announced like a proper mobile card game. Considering mm. with this MOBA, the main issue everyone seems to have is that it's just a cash grab. That like it's yeah. a lot... It's very freemium. And like if you want power boosts and whatnot, you just pay. Yeah. I, I don't play a lot of mobile games. And, like, I know that, like, Unite is what it's called or something. Yeah, Pokemon um, Unite. Yeah. Which like is I, strange because opinions are divided. Oh. Yep. Oh. A little joke. Amazing. Oh. A little joke. Wordplay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I've heard, I've heard, like, you know, I don't play a lot of mobile games. I did play Fire Emblem Heroes for yeah. a bit, and I got really, really into it because I don't play a lot of mobile games because I'm the prime target for those strategies of trying to bleed money out of people. Yeah. Um, and it was good, but. So it, you're, I a ten, you're, you're a 10, you're, you're a 10 year old using your parents' iPad. Is that. Basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would not say that you can play Fire Emblem. I would not give my 10 year old Fire Emblem. If 
I ever had a 10-year-old. Yeah. That game is way too... Even if you found one, you wouldn't give it to him. <laughs> Even if I found... Oh, no, I would. I'd be like, yeah. oh, here you go, mate. Here you go. Go look at some... What's that? Go, look, go play some hot, hot anime chess. What's that? You've lost your parents in the year 2021. There's probably worse things you've already found out about <laughs> the world. Um... Yeah. Yeah. Your parents might be anti-vaxxers. Just... Yeah. Here Here's go. a game. Here's a game. Uh, but yeah, and fi- final bit of news. Uh, there was the Annapurna Interactive. Oh, yeah. Uh, their showcase last week, which some game, I can't remember. There was like some one for the Switch called Storyteller, which seemed to be, a lot of people are saying this looks nice, but I didn't click on it because uh, I always get jealous when other people's are Storyteller and not me. Um, the one that I'm most excited for, and I would assume you would also be excited for is they released the f- gameplay trailer for stray mm. do you know stray no <gasps> i'm very excited and even better that we're doing oh it's uh it's the cyberpunk cat game <gasps> exclusively for playstation amazing. so you play as a cat you fall into <sighs> a robot city um you're injured at first you've got to find stuff you have to interact with the city there's robots uh, you can attack rats, you can sniff stuff around, you're jumping around, and the mechanics look amazing. Um, if you've ever seen, if you've ever owned... You don't get bugged by cat Keanu Reeves. No. Um, amazing. Yeah, the, uh, there's no crunch. Um, there's no... That's nice. Yeah, there's no toxic, toxic gamer guy culture around its release. Um, yes. Th- this is... It's coming out early next year. I think January next year. Um, oh, and excited. this is the game I'm the most excited for at the moment. Nice. Yeah. All right. Robots. Yeah, you're awesome. a cat. There's these weird blob things that you have to beat up. Um, you get weapons, which is even cooler. You get Love like a, you get like a, a little robot companion that straps straps itself around your back and it can do stuff. Incredible. I love it. This. Is. I, I cannot express how excited I am for this game. I've sent it to so many people. I'm like, guys, Stray, it's coming. I need this to is... watch the trailer now. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, this so is they've released the... gameplay? Yeah, they've released gameplay. It's coming oh. in January. Um, I will send you the nice. trailer. It's so good. It's, oh, I cannot wait. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so that, that's pretty much all the news for the week. Uh, mm. I mean, th- there is the ongoing Activision Blizzard thing, which is just an absolute shitstorm. Um. Mm. Oh, actually, that was the other bit of news because uh, that reminded me of something. Sony's unauthorized McDonald's PS5 DualSense controller. What? Yeah, so McDonald's Australia for its 50th birthday this year was doing like a game streams thing. And what reminded me was that the first couple of games were all Activision games, Activision or Blizzard yeah. games. And everyone's like, hey, guys, maybe maybe not these ones for the next like little the bit. The entirety of Twitch has decided to not use, not play any of those games until things yeah. have calmed down. Well, three streamers were doing it for money from the McDonald's Corporation. Um, oh well, yeah. And There's always one or three. And then if you, yeah, and then if you tuned in, it was like you had to tune into these particular streams at these times for your chance to win the McDonald's PlayStation Five controller. And they were announcing that they had like twenty to give away. Um, and then it came out, and was really excited for it. I was like, man, this is actually a really cool thing. Like, I can't believe this has gone ahead. And then Sony caught one of them or gave them a cease and desist. And like, we have never come across this before. Um, this is absolutely not 
and authorized collaboration. Uh, please do not do this. Otherwise we will sue you. Which is just strange. Cause like, it's just a controlless skin. Yeah. I don't know and- why Sony is like, no, this is our thing, but you can buy controlless skins. Yeah. And I think like, you know, Oh, well, I don't know. They've been a bit iffy with the PlayStation 5, though, because, you know, like a lot of the back, like the front plates and stuff, um, oh, used to right, be able yeah. to buy replacement front plates and they were like, shut that shit down. Um, yeah. Which is weird considering so, yeah. the expanded SSD thing. It's just like, yeah, just completely take apart your PS5 controller and slot in a, another SSD. And you're like, what? Yeah. What are you talking like, about? It's like, do you want to clean your PS4 ever? Just take it fully apart. Yeah. Like, okay. just get, yeah, just buy these particular screwdrivers to unscrew the back and do something that's going to terrify you and may avoid the warranty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it will. But yeah. I guess it's that's Sony. why they let you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, compared, to, compared to the Xboxes one, which is just you plug it in the back. You're like, yeah, there's Here. a port in the back. Plug it in. Oh, done. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Damn you, Microsoft. You kings of design mm-hmm. and queens and royals. Just royals in general. I think is royals, royals. the, royals the uh, all-inclusive Monarchs? term? Olig- yeah, no, ro- not oligarchs. Yeah, royals would be. Oligarchs, yeah, no. No, 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 no. No. Not someone monarchs. Oligarchs and insult. Yeah, I reckon royals is the all-inclusive <laughs> term for just great people. Um, mm. not the not the British royals but this isn't a royal no, podcast no, no, no. this no, is a this gaming is, podcast this is gaming this is you know we're in the sense of calling someone a king or a queen and I was like oh, mm. how do you make it all mm. inclusive and I think just royals in general anyway that's me babbling on too long being worried that I'm not being inclusive enough um, games what have you been playing what brought you on what have I been playing um, so a couple of things. I finished Disco Elysium maybe Sick. Tell two me weeks ago. Tell me everything. Um, everything I everybody I know who's played it loved it. It's probably one of one of the best games I've played recently. Like I'm a ma- like I'm a massive RPG RPG fan. Um, so I think that really contributed to it. But it's like a lot like um, it's got a lot of D and D mechanics in it. So anytime that's you what I've heard. Situation, you get to see the dice roll. Um, you see the outcome. Um, it's got really interesting things like um, it's just got a weird sense of humor. Like yeah. um, some of the pants you get that you can put on have like a plus one to uh, electrochemistry because it's like um, God ass and then a negative <laughs> one perception because it's because it's like hindsighted. Okay. Well, it's now. Just- now I understand why the Australian government banned this game. Yeah. Oh, with and also this, you like all this focus sell, on us. Yeah. Also, you do well. You don't have to, but I did so give meth to kids. That's that's the real reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> At one point, it's just like there you go. Still, it that's makes strange sense in the story. That's strange. That's strange that the Australian government's like, no, you can't. We can't simulate you doing that. That'd but be they wrong. Did that with- Fallout Three, like you um, meant to use morphine rather than stim packs. Oh, that's and then right. I think yeah, they yeah. changed that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's all weird. I think yeah. um, for for me, Disco Elysium is like one of the games that 
I know that this is negatively, uh, this is generally a negative term, but jumps the shark in a way that works so well that you just, by the end of the game, it's crazy, but you are completely along for the ride. Um, so I like absolutely loved it. Um, okay. In, because I completely understand that. I think in the other most toxic trait, Rick and Morty. Yeah. I think, have you been watching the latest season? No, I kind of, look, I kind of dipped off after the, Fair enough. After I, the Pickle yeah. Rick fiasco. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, if anyone's listening out there, I reckon the new season's probably as good as the first two. Because okay. they've gone back, yeah, they've gone back to that original stuff. But my favorite episodes of that show and Community as well, to an extent, mm. are the ones where they also do that, where they jump the shark, where it starts off with a very insane premise and just keeps on pushing it to see how far they can take it. Which I think is yeah. amazing comedically. Um, I'm not, not quite sure why I was like, this is how I'm understanding what you're saying. Um, no, I think no, it's, but- it's, it's just like, I feel like by the time that you get to the ending of Disco Elysium, you yeah. trust the writers so well that you're like, you could do anything. Yeah. And I would believe this because it just gets bizarre. Oh, okay. It's Fast and the Furious. Yeah. That's a much better analogy. Yeah. It's the Fast okay. and the Furious franchise because they've somehow yeah. created a movie universe where anything's possible and it's still believable. Um, yeah. How, so um, I'd heard about the D&D thing, how someone mm. was saying, I can't remember what I was watching or listening to, and they're talking about how the new Dungeons and Dragons game is so bad, which is surprising mm. considering the best Dungeons and Dragons game of all time came out last year. And then they said Disco Elysium. That was the first mm. time I heard it compared to that. I hadn't heard them talk about the dice. So is like the dice part of the mechanic or just a visual? No, so so it's just a visual. Um, it's hard to explain. Like, so it's because we didn't get, we only got the final cut. So um, the original didn't come with any voice acting of Disco Elysium. Okay. So final cut came with voice acting. Um, yeah. But it used to just be completely text-based that basically uh, say it's like, you roll a perception check and um, sort of the colour of the perception um, colour will come up. There'll yep. be a dice roll and then it'll either go green or red to indicate yep. that you've failed. Okay. Um, so it's just sort of a, a visual confirmation of yes or no. Um, more than that, it's kind of nothing really. But Oh, um, it's part of like a... Okay, so it's mainly just a dialogue thing. It's not like a combat thing. No. Oh, well, they're, they're actually... There's not any combat in Disco Elysium. What? There's no combat in Disco Elysium. It is... Okay, it is I need to play this game. all conversation. It is all... Um, yeah, I don't think I hit a person ever in that game. What? I, I know I had a gun, but I didn't use it. Huh. This yeah, is me. This is me finding out... It's I've very a, good. Yeah, I had a completely different perception of this thing. I thought it was kind of like an isometric. Um, kind of like Pillars to, of Eternity, if you ever played that. Uh, no, but I'm pretty sure I understand the reference. Um, or the new game, The Ascent, which just came out. Mm, um, mm. Which I should have played, but I didn't. That would have been a good episode to... This would have been a good episode to discuss it. Um, but I was put off by the fact it was isometric and set in oh. a cyberpunk world. Um, 
Okay. I've I did not know this. With Cyberpunk. So bad. I I bought that game, never played it, got my refund. I I um still have it. I um got it for Christmas and I yeah played it and apparently it's good now. The good coaster. Yeah, apparently it's good now. Yeah. Too late. Nobody gives a shit CD project, which is so funny that from the people who bought you The Witcher Three, which is a game that's still getting ported onto new devices, has now just lost all of their goodwill. Yeah, and and all of their all of their manpower as well. I think people just fled that um company just yeah um no good no disco elysium is really good it's really different um it's almost like an isometric it's not a point and click adventure game because i've got a real i've got a real like i love point and click adventure games but it's not like that but there's no there is is no fighting is it kind of like the um like telltale games like the walking dead telltale games or the wolf among us ones yeah but isometric yes yeah i definitely need to play this game then because that is my those are my favorite fucking games i love the Mm. walking dead the wolf among us one was really good Mm. okay well uh so would you uh have you listened to previous episodes of this i have cool listen to andy's episode wonderful one yet so, wow. Okay. So, okay. No, that's okay. This is um, me so, outing myself as hating Jamison. I'm kidding. Yeah. It's okay. I don't think she listens. Um, but so the the new review system we didn't have on the Andy episode, but Jamison brought it up. Um, yeah. would you go to jail for this game? Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Okay. It's okay. Cool. So it's worth going to jail, which means it's worth paying money for. Mm. Wonderful. Mm. Um. Before we move on to, Look, I, I I do want to say that when it went when it won Game of the Year, yeah. the writers thanked Marx and Engels in their acceptance speech. Who who's that? Like Karl Marx and oh Karl Marx, Engels. yeah yeah yeah. I thought you said Mark Marx and Engels, and I thought that was Marx and but, Engels. No, I was like, Marx. Yep, yeah, cool. Karl Marx and Engels and well, whoever Engels. We stand. We stand. Our bearded kings. Um, no, that sounds great. Uh, I, I've had a very, despite being on lockdown, I've had a very slow week gaming wise. Uh, it's been a lot of multiplayer, uh, on the switch with my housemates. Uh, we've been playing super smash brothers and Mario Kart eight. So they are not new games, but they are great games. Um, who's your, who's your main pick for both? Smash Brothers, I don't really have. Uh, Incineroar. Mm. I think Incineroar is probably my go-to in the, on the new Smash Brothers. Um, has good movement abilities uh, and is a grappler, but also has ranged moves, mm. which is quite good and mm. has a decent high jump. Um, my housemates either pick samus or kirby which is very annoying because i keep on forgetting on the switch control which one's the shield button um so i'm constantly getting zapped or having something drop down on top of me which is no fun and for mario kart 8 deluxe it is king boo on the on pretty much the tiny motorbike Mm. uh, like a peewee bike essentially 
uh, with biggish tires, so it's good grip, and then like a low weight glider. Amazing. It is that on a nice little, and uh, I did I did the new Rainbow Road recently with no fall offs, which I was quite proud of. Thank you. Uh, for those who can't tell what that is, that is Sarah doing... doing a polite golf clap. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. And uh, so, we, so we did that and not really much video games, but also board games. We've been playing some board games. Uh, Anomia hmm. is a, an amazing board game. Uh, if anyone who hasn't played that or doesn't know what that is, I would recommend it. Uh, it's essentially, it's like uh go fish meets remembering things um <laughs> so each card has a symbol on it different colored symbol and it has like a topic on it and then so if you pull out a card and your symbol matches a card on the top of another player's deck you then have to call out something that's on the list of their category and they have to call out something that's on the list for your category and whoever yells it out first gets to win and then they get the card and then it's essentially whoever has the most pairs at the end of the game uh, is the champion that's cool i like that it is a lot of fun if you have housemates i highly recommend it you can get it from any good amazon retailers uh <laughs> please thank give... you jeffrey bezos thank you jeffrey bezos please guys he needs to get to space he is oh, come on please support this small business owner um please support he, this bookstore man he you know most people paint him off as a big uh monopoly but like he actually started in his parents garage you know it's just like it, it's no steve different steve jobs a, yep steve jobs jeffrey bezos um apple oh. amazon they're all they're all they both start with a's both start with A's, both started in a garage. It's just a small business and we'd love to see people supporting it uh, during those trying times of the COVID pandemic. Um, and what else? Oh, I, I kept on playing Skyward Sword HD remake for a bit. Uh, did mm. you ever play the original? No. So okay. I didn't... So I, I don't know. I have... I've played Link to the Past and I've yep. played... Like, I'd never played the... Nintendo 64 um, Zelda's. So I haven't played Ocarina of Time and I haven't played Ooh. Majora's Mask um, because I didn't have a Nintendo 64. And are you going to? My family couldn't afford one. Um, look. Probably not. They're very hard to get. If now. I get cancelled because I say I'm not going to play them, no, no one's I will then you. just continue, continue to not play them. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you, uh, there are people who have done worse things and not got cancelled um <laughs> yeah. and it's also like cancel culture doesn't exist but also <laughs> yeah i feel like cancel culture has evolved now into holding people accountable culture and i yeah. don't think i don't think anyone's like okay it's time it's time to we hold sarah accountable for the fact that they had never played legend of zelda ocarina of time or majora's mask and they in fact have no intention to they're not a real gamer yeah. um yeah oh no, no that sector of the I internet just... definitely exists yeah no i, yeah. I just I, I think SNES games, I don't know how you feel about this, but like isometric SNES games, you know, the the sort of the bits games, yeah, yeah. they don't sort of lose their appeal as much as early PlayStation, early Nintendo games for me. I can look back on those yeah. and go, oh, the graphics are bad. 
Um, whereas it's like, if it's 16 bit, there's only so much you can do. Um, I find them easier to go back to. Yeah. Somewhat agree. You can definitely improve the graphics on a um, 16 bit game. Mm. That's what I think. If you go back and look at, because uh, are you a Nintendo Switch Online subscriber? Yes, I am. Have you ever gone back and played some of the SNES games on that? Yeah. They are I tried hideous. to play Fire Emblem in Japanese and it was a bad oh, no, idea. No, do not do that. Um, no, yeah. I mean, what was the one that I tried? It wasn't even that. It was like Excite Trike. So not even, not even a complicated game. And I was like, this is unplayable. Um, or what was the other one? It wasn't on that. It was the um, Frogger oh. arcade box at Netherworld. And the oh, hitbox was too and the hitbox was too large. So even though yep. the car had passed me, when I moved forward, it was saying I touched the back of the car. And I was like, guys. Didn't these game designers from the 80s know I needed precise hitboxes? Do they not know about hitbox mechanics in this day and age? It's crazy. Um, crazy. One other other game that I've started playing but freaks me out and I don't want to keep playing is Pathologic 2. What is Pathologic 2? Tell me everything. So it's a, so you know how like life is fantastic and everyone's having a great time these days. Yeah. And you That's play why I'm video recording games a podcast to make, bed. and you may, play video games to make your life actively worse. Um, so this yep. is a Russian game about a plague and um, a doctor who has uh, 12 days to cure everyone. Huh. Um, now what about, what about the current situation in the world? that made you think this might be a fun game to play? Look, you know, sometimes you just want to, sometimes you just want to know that things aren't going to get better. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh God. Uh, So, so, um, (laughs) so real life simulator two, uh, how, how is that? How how long have you been playing for? What what, first thoughts, drop them hot takes. First thoughts, um, legitimately probably one of the most, um, incredible tone pieces I've ever played as weird as that sounds. Um, it's got a really, really, really good sense of, um, Again, this is going to sound weird, and I don't know why I picked it up, but it's just like playing that game, I get stressed. I just am like walking around being like, oh, God, what am I doing? Everything's terrible. Literally, I've got like, I took a photo of the intended difficulty settings. Yeah. And I just want to read them out to get an idea of what the game's like. Pathologic 2 follows the events of a catastrophe. Game difficulty is one of the techniques that help us tell the story. By turning intended difficulty off, you can tweak the balance of the game. However, we do not recommend doing this on your first playthrough. Pathologic 2 is intended to be almost unbearable. I mean, that's what I want in my entertainment. (laughs) Just an unbearable level of stress. 
and I just I just don't know. I think like is it is it the idea that you're meant to lose people? Yeah, it's like cool. It's like I think it's not a it's I think like I saw someone describe it as like it's not a game about like you have no money, you have like no food. It's not a game about like not having enough money. It's about it's a like a game about not being able to ever afford anything or not like it's a game about starving not a game about not having enough food um so it's just like all these massive compromises you have to make and I think for me someone who I play Bloodborne I've gotten to the point where I'm like this is kind of easy like it's not it's it's like getting to the point where it's like RNG rather than actual difficulty yeah like watching people play pathologic or me playing it myself there are times where you're like I have no way to fix this I think that's really interesting that is I mean it's not a fun game yeah but I keep thinking it. about it I can I keep understand thinking why. about it yeah I just want to like just yeah, the idea that know. you're interested in the fact like it's almost the antithesis to a puzzler to like a puzzle game mm. Because, like, the whole point of a puzzle game is that you can't fix this. And you're now playing a game where it's like, yeah, you're probably going to lose. Yeah, but, like... And there's some situations, and it's like, yeah, you're just not going to beat this. I actually, I reckon it's, I reckon they're the same. Because have you ever tried to finish Monkey Island? No, I haven't. The puzzles in Monkey Island. Because I never wanted the fun to end. What's it called? Is this game called Pathogen 2? Pathologic. Pathologic. I'm going to look up to see if there is an ending. Oh, there is. Oh, have you played it? Um, No, but okay. I know that if you make, there's like, I've, I've watched people play through it, but I'm like yeah. preparing myself to think I just need like a weekend. Now that we're in lockdown, I'll probably just sit down and play it one day. You know what's fun? It's by a group called Ice Pick Lodge. Lodge. And, um, you know, just the classic ice pick, a tool only ever used for productivity. Oh, man. Beautiful. Sorry, keep on talking. I just need to understand. Uh, it's all good. But I think, like, for me, like, like action-adventure, like, point-and-click games, the solutions are always so bizarre. Yes. For a while, you're like, I have no way of fixing this. And then it's like put a towel down on some hot sand and you'll be fine or whatever. Yeah. The I think weird that's literally logic. a monkey Island uh, puzzle fix. But, um, and I think the same is true for pathologic. It's like um, set yeah. on like the step in Russia. And it's like, if you kind of lean towards more spirituality based things, yeah, things can get better, but they seem so bizarre that, why would you believe it? Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't interesting. know. It's interesting. It also looks beautiful. Like, it has, like, pretty average loading screens, to be honest. That's yeah. the only issue I've had with it. But it's, like, I don't know. It's, like, a very small studio, and I'm not going to hold that against them. No, definitely you know? not. Also because it was developed by Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, in September game. 2014, came out last year. Yeah. Have they released good any game. other games? Everyone should. Um, so they made the original Pathologic. Yeah, of course. It was on 
as soon as I asked that, yeah, as soon as I asked that, I was like, yeah, of course they <laughs> did the original one. They did some game called The Void. Um, mm. And Cargo, The Quest for Gravity. I think they just really like making really difficult games for people. Yeah, there seems to be a Which lot I can of get into. Yeah, it's a lot of horror like influence that. as well. Mm. Um, I, I mean, it's not fun. Again, it's not fun. Yeah. But, like, I've got my Nintendo Switch to play for fun. Yeah. You know, you've got that it's new for Mario for, Golf. For, for, Mario real, Super for real gaming. Yeah. Mario um, Golf, do you have it? No. I was tempted, and then I saw all the early reviews. I'm like, I'm not going to get this. Um, What's the point? Yeah. What's the sometimes point? You just, sometimes you just want to live in the apocalypse and golf won't help you do that. Yeah. Um, oh, what was I going to say? So early thoughts. I mean, you can't know for certain if this game's worth going to jail for yet, but are you leaning in a particular way? I think, I think my perspective on this, this mm-hmm. might be a, a, this is a sort of side review. Yeah. That I think there are some games that exist that no matter whether or not you play them, you should give your money to them. Okay. It's kind of like um, if you want to see less uh, free-to-play MOBAs or if you want to see less, you know, shitty mobile games. Yeah. yeah. Then you sort of have to invest in the games that aren't like that. Yeah. And so gotcha. for me, I I bought it because it's it's like twenty bucks or something. It's like not yeah, crazy okay. expensive. Um. And so I just bought it because I was like, I would like to see more games that are made like this. I'd like yep. to see another Disco Elysium. And if this is keeping people in jobs, you know, in jobs, I'm fine with Develop. that. Sweet. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, well, on a similar note, that is a type of game I will be covering next week. Mm-hmm. I believe Kena and the Bridge of Spirits is coming to PlayStation next week, Ooh. which is Sony's little indie game it doesn't cost it doesn't cost a lot kind of looks like avatarish avatar the last airbender nice, nice. forest and then like yeah like the character design looks a little bit like katara um mm. and a little bit of ori and the blind forest you're collecting light wisps stuff like that cool. and you make everything healthy i'm quite excited for that that is a game that i'm also quite excited for uh it's probably keener than stray yeah keen for keener um I forgot to review earlier. I forgot to say whether Smash Brothers is yeah. worth going to jail for and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is worth going to jail for. Yeah. Yeah. Go to jail. Go to jail for those games. Um, Nintendo should go to jail for the fucking Smash Brothers Ultimate where, as you know, they shouldn't because that one was a new game, but every character pass is 40 bucks. So if you want the full roster, I've spent like, but I mean, over a couple of years, I've spent an extra $80 on the full game. Oh, my gosh. Which is frustrating. But I can also and see also, how... I think... I, I can see it working for yeah, them sorry. in the sense that they don't need to ever release another Smash Brothers game. Mm. Like, just using that model, they can constantly add new characters, new uh, arenas. Which mm. seems to make the most sense for that type of game. But it's quite good. Yeah. Yeah. They just need to stop releasing sword people. That's yeah. all I know about it. It's just I hate swords. It. Uh yeah, it's either now swords or punches. Mm. So they've added a Street Fighter character in. Um 
the probably my favorite of the DLC characters is Simon from Castlevania. Okay. I reckon he's the okay. best. Uh, once again, has good range, has a bit of grappling. Got it all. Is he the yeah. whip guy? No. Oh, uh, there are so many Netflix whip guys. Show. There's so many whip guys. I haven't seen the Netflix show. I've heard it's quite good. It's good. So but violent. I'm, Very yeah. good. Uh, yeah, that's quite good. What's the other Netflix show? That's quite good. There's so many good Netflix. That was such a strange mm. question. Like, yeah, what's that one other show on the streaming platform Netflix that's quite good? On the, on the like, the, under the anime category. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is good. Uh, I started watching it after your recommendation. It is very good. Yeah, yeah. It's for, oh, speaking of Into the Abyss, I think I also mentioned that to you. Uh, that's another anime I'm watching. I need to finish it. It's so good. But the mm. uh, guy who did the soundtrack for Into the Abyss turns out also did the soundtrack for Florence. Oh, uh, the mobile game, which I had no idea. Yeah, which is very cool. Um, and that kind of wraps. Yeah, so anime, we love anime here. Big anime, big weebs. No surprise. No surprise. We love the game, love the animation. Um, my energy is just so. I, I'm going to be very interested in the feedback on this episode because it's just like, what do I do? <laughs> what? It's just a chat. Yeah, this is just a chat. That's it's recording by like, Zoom. Stop bringing this depressed bitch on me no i'm the host me. I'm ca- oh okay <laughs> oh, um, ah, ah. i've gotta be on i've gotta be on no uh i think that's it because the frustrating thing with recording by zoom is i don't know how long we've been going for um I, so i think that's roughly around the good time for us to to, to wrap up uh sarah Amazing. do you have anything to plug at the moment Knowing that oh, we God. don't know how long we're locked down for. Well, if assuming we assuming we get out on Sunday, assuming we get out on Sunday, assuming we get out on Sunday, yeah. assuming we get out before September. Oh yeah, of course. We, Dan and myself and Jamison yeah. and um, was guest Jamison, Jack Knight. Yeah. Um, we are playing D and D at Good Chat. Uh, yes. For Good, Good Chat, Chat Fest. Comedy Fest. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Thank you for reminding me. I need to get some details to them for that. Uh, <laughs> um, all good. Um, yeah. Look, we might be in lockdown for a while. Yeah. It might not happen. We might don't know. Happen. Might be figure um, out a way to do it online. The internet, it's an amazing thing. Um, it's an amazing resource. Um, but yeah, so we're doing that. That'll be really fun. September 4th, I think. Um, and no, 5th. September 5th. Fa- okay. Yeah, because it's Father's Day. So if you have a deadbeat dad, come along. Um, is it actually, are we playing D&D on Father's Day? Yeah, I believe it's Father's Day. Yes. Amazing. So, yeah. Can't wait. I think this is the third or fourth. No, I reckon every year since I've started doing comedy, I haven't been able to make do a Father's Day dinner. Father's Day has always had to be the morning. Amazing. Yeah. So come celebrate your dad by playing, yeah. not playing, by watching people play D&D. Yeah, you never know. Dad might be there. He might come along. Um, yeah. But yeah, I might be your dad. You could be you my dad know. for the day. We're gonna, everyone's gonna pick a dad for the day. Um, but no, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. socials. Do you want people to find you on the internet or? Yeah, sure. That's a strange um, way to I'm, phrase it. Yeah, you can stalk me. Um, yeah. on Sarah O'Cook at uh, Instagram. I have Twitter, but I don't use it because um, I delete it all the time. So, so um, to stop you from getting cancelled. Uh. <laughs> 
Sorry, no, held accountable. Get, held accountable. No, because yeah. I just get really sad looking at it, looking at Twitter. Yeah, fair enough. So I only just follow meme accounts now. Um, oh, so don't follow me on Twitter. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Um, that's it. That's me. Sweet. Okay. Uh, and I, I have the usual plugs and requests of if you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. Please leave a review on whatever service you are listening to this on. Um, it is the best thing for us. Uh, and if you would like to follow me, I'm Be a Battered Boy on every service. Uh, any any final any final words? Smash that like, hit Smash that subscribe, that like, hit that subscribe, and uh, as we've always said from maybe this episode onwards, uh, keep on gaming that system. Keep on gaming that system. <laughs>